Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Missed it. Rebound. Tapped into Malachi Smith. And... He throws it the length of the court, and the game is over. The Dayton Flyers have won, and the Dayton Flyers have won the ESPN Events Invitational. They came down here to Florida. They beat Miami. They beat fourth-ranked Kansas, and today they take down Belmont. And that was the final seconds, as you heard live here on the Home of the Flyers, as the Dayton Flyers win the 2021 ESPN Events Invitational here on this Sunday afternoon. Now Sunday evening as the Flyers improved to 4-3 and three overall. And uh, welcome to the party booth and Flyer Feedback. I'm John Tisdale along with former Flyer great Rex Gardecki. And Rex, what a difference a week makes. Uh, we, we came into this week not knowing what the optics were. The optics were pretty bad about the flyer programming, about, about the flyer program. I think the optics are pretty good <laughs> as uh, Dayton uh, heads back from Orlando all the way uh, back here to the Miami Valley and uh, getting ready for uh, Alabama State. Yeah, who would have thunk it probably five days ago? But this group, as Coach Grant said afterwards, listen to him talk, that they're just playing so well together and flags are flying high here in Dayton. It's a, it's a great win. It, you beat three established programs in the country. Uh, Ken Pomeroy gave us about a 30% chance of winning today. So his rankings have been off for three days. So we're just, we're all pleased. And I'm just happy for the program, for the kids, and for our flyer faithful that you know, supports us so well. Yeah, absolutely. I am too. This was a complete team effort, Rex, really all the way around from because every game someone else really stepped up because really when you look at today's game, you had Kobe Elvis who didn't play in the first two games. He comes in and scores 10 points in the first half. And these were 10 points, Rex, that were huge because uh, really he came in for Elijah Weaver who came in and struggled to start the game. But Kobe Elvis came in and really sparked this team with 10 big points in the uh, in the first half to give Dayton a 31-27 lead. I thought his play in that first half was just tremendous. I did too. He's a, I think he's an exceptional player. He's you know, he's got to find his way. He played at DePaul last year situation as a young kid, but 4 for 4 from the field. I mean, everything that he shot went in today and it just shows that the depth that we have coming off the bench. Lynn Greer gave us some good minutes today. Um Moo again comes off the bench and is able to guard people. I mean, th- this team uh, that Belmont is just so extremely hard to guard because their big man is such a great passer and they spread you out and they try to go the back door stuff. So I think our defense is, was as good today as I've seen it all year. Yeah, I thought the defense today, Rex, was just terrific because Belmont came into this game averaging just over 78 points a game 
uh, on average. I mean, this was a team that could put points on the board. Uh, they were, they came in uh, against uh, teams like uh, against uh, Drake. They beat um, they beat Iona. Nick Mazinski had 22 points. This was an experienced team, Rex. Uh, Grayson Murphy was a preseason Ohio Valley Conference Co-Player of the Year. Uh, to start the season, Luke Smith and three of these players were players that were back for a sixth season of grad students, Ben Shepard Jr. from Atlanta. And just Rex, they, Dayton's defense, I thought, and Larry and Josh talked about this during the broadcast, I thought it, they were just tremendous, especially in the first half. You know, Belmont was able to get going and play and make their shots in the second half. But really, Rex, the defense, particularly in the first half, I thought was really where the Flyers were able to win was able to were able to win this game. Yeah, I think our defense was so consistent. We had hands up on the three-point shooters. That's why they end up shooting about 28%. That's a team you just can't let get started. And every shot for them in the first half and even in the last last half, it was very very well contested and gosh, what a what a game for Dayron Holmes. I mean, a freshman was playing in high school basketball last year, 11 yeah. points, 10 rebounds, 6 blocks. He is something special, and this, he's going to be a kid that we can really look forward to seeing for the next few years. Absolutely, and I was about to bring that up, Rex, because he I thought he just had a solid game playing 32 minutes. You mentioned the double-double. He had 11 points, 10 rebounds, 8 on the defensive end. And then, Rex, I thought the, the six blocks, as you mentioned, uh, this is someone that gives the Flyers – a def- an inside presence that they really have not had since the late Steve McIlvain. And the scary thing about Deron Holmes, uh, and of course they call the they call him Deuce. The the, kid, the the players do. They call him Deuce, which I really like that nickname. But the thing about Deron Holmes is Rex, the sky is the limit with him. Yes. He's going to get better and better. And his confidence really, I thought, ballooned even more in these three games against Miami and Kansas. And against Belmont, I thought he, I thought he could have been MOP as well. But I, the guy who I thought that was well deserving was, of course, Malachi Smith. I thought he had a great tournament. Yeah, he, uh, he's just like his brother. It's the, the breeding boy. Yeah. He is. He, he's just as calm as can be, as cool as he can be. Very few turnovers. Uh, he just played a tremendous game. And getting back, get back after Kobe Elvis, uh, kid did not play yet, uh, against. Kansas at all and comes in and makes four crucial shots. So I think this is just going to give us more depth for the, you know, for the coming into the A-10 season. So, you know, a week ago, we didn't know, but after seven days, as I said, the flag's flying proud of my house being a flyer. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, same thing here. I know. I, I, I joked about this uh, the other day on, twi- on uh, Twitter after the game on Friday. Uh, a buddy of mine who I went to uh, college with at the University of Dayton uh, back in two- from 2001, he displayed on Twitter uh, for from Nashville. He was waving his flag. I was wondering, what were his neighbors in Nashville thinking when he was <laughs> waving that Dayton flag? I'm like, I'm sure they were thinking, what are you doing? But no, because they had beaten uh, the fourth-ranked team in the country against Kansas. Rex, what did you? Th- what are you? Were your thoughts when the Flyers knocked off uh, Kansas? Because this was not just any t- any team. This was Kansas. The this is one of the more premier basketball programs in the nation. And for the fl- and Dayton had not beaten a top five program since 1984, the DePaul game. For Dayton Rex to not only beat Kansas, but you beat three top 100 Kempom teams. Miami right. is 96. They're going to play in a little a little while to wrap up the tournament. Belmont is 64 coming into today's game. And, of course, Kansas, the number four team in the country. But going back to Kansas, Rex, what does a win 
an upset win over Kansas due to not just not just for the rest of the not just for you know this tournament, but for the rest of the season. Well, I think it just gives the young kids confidence. Uh, when you're 19 years old playing against kids that are 22, 23, 24, it's extremely hard to do. And I think with that day off, I'm sure Coach Grant, just knowing him the little bit that I know him, uh, I'm sure they got after it practice yesterday. You could just tell in their defensive stance today. And the going into this, and then we'll get into this, I'm sure we'll talk about this later, John, but we've held all three of these teams under their average going in. Kansas scores right. 97 today. We hold them to under their factor. We hold uh, Miami under theirs, and we held Belmont underneath theirs. And it was solely because of the defense. I mean, our shot selection was good, but we made the stops when we needed to make the stops. It scared me a little bit with about 30 seconds to go, and we only had me three fouls. <laughs> I'm looking at the coaches saying, please foul, please foul. <laughs> and I think in the last 12 <laughs> seconds, I think it was Coach Hertz looked at – you could read his lips dancing, foul the guy, foul the guy. Right. So, you know, it was it was, it was was just a great, great win, yeah. and uh, I'm sure they're going to board that plane tonight and be as high as the plane is, but uh, – you know, we got to get back at it Wednesday. I mean, that's that's the great part about college basketball. Uh, there's no time to really relax. Uh, I'm sure tomorrow they'll go light, but then come back. You know, and you got to come back in two days to play a, a team out of Alabama. So hopefully the Flyer faithful will give them the, the encouragement that they deserve coming into Wednesday night's game, and we'll all be there hoping for another victory. And, and, and Rex, I remember a stretch in, two, in 2011 when this was Archie Miller's first year. Dayton had won um, – the tournament in Orlando, then they played Buffalo and they got absolutely uh, blown out right. on the home court. And I'm not, I'm not going to say the same thing's going to happen against Alabama state because Alabama state and Buffalo, those are two different, different situations. And Buffalo's turned into a pretty good basketball program in the mid American conference, but the, they're now Dayton's coming off a stretch Rex where they, they played now three games in uh, four, in four days. Okay. Yep. But, now, now they also they've only got a few days now to rest up, and then they got a game on Wednesday, and then a game on Saturday. How critical are these next couple of days for them to get some rest? Because they had two grueling games against one against Kansas and this one against Belmont uh, to get that rest and get ready so they don't have a letdown on Wednesday night. Well, there's no doubt about that, John. It's uh, it's all in the coaching and all how uh, our trainers and our athletic people take care of these kids. Uh, here it is, you know, almost after 630. I'm assuming, you know, the charter, they probably won't leave until 830 or 9 o'clock. So they're not going to get back into Dayton until probably 1130 or, or midnight. And uh, they've got classes tomorrow. You know, kids have got to do that. And, you know, they'll have, I'm assuming, be a light practice, uh, go over low, the goods and bads that they played, and then probably start already having the film broken down for the Alabama State game Wednesday night. So, but they, they've got to be encouraged. I think they've sort of found their groove right now. You've got, they've got the point guard that they've really wanted. Uh, now that they've got Tumani Camaro's playing his role, Deron Holmes is understanding his, and it's just everybody. Kobe Bray made some big shots today when it came time. So, yeah. you know, nine or 10 kids playing tonight. It's not as if they have to log 40 minutes. Uh, the kids like some of the teams in the past had to. So they had, you know, they'll get enough rest. They're young, uh, nutrition wise, they'll be fine. Yeah. 
And, uh, of course, we're waiting to hear from Coach Anthony Grant. He has some uh, post-game obligations that he's got to have at the ESPN Events Invitational in Orlando. So we're waiting to hear from him. He'll be speaking with our own Larry Hanskin. That'll be coming up in just a little bit. But let's take a, a call real quick. Steve from Dayton joined us now. Uh, Steve, uh, what are your thoughts on the big win today? Well, the most impressive thing uh, beyond the defense is that we played two veteran teams. And our freshmen finished tight games against veteran teams. I have not seen that before. That is amazing. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Steve. It was a you look. I look at some of these kids. I'm thinking they were playing high school basketball last year, and especially with Kansas, with their depth and their size and uh, the experience they had, it was just uh, it was a remarkable three games. Uh, spectacular. I'm, I. I was at a practice with Roosevelt Chapman, and Chapman told them at the time, you guys cannot play like freshmen. You have to play like veterans and seniors to win, and they're doing it. Yep. we're um, After five days, I think we found what this team's identity is, and that's what they needed to do. Without uh, having this, all the scoring right in front of us, we, you know, we had multiple guys with nine or ten points, and that's the key. And it's, listen to Coach Grant – Harp in practice, you've got to play together. You've got to understand your roles. And it doesn't matter if one gets 15 and the other gets 18. You've got to understand your roles. And I think these kids are buying into it now. And winning, winning just means everything when it comes to it. Because when you're losing, you know, sometimes it goes in one ear and out the other. But when you're winning and you see things like this go, they're, you know, they're starting to say, yeah, I, I think we understand this. So I'm, I'm pleasantly encouraged. So uh, I'm ready for the season to get moving now. Absolutely. Go Flyers. <laughs> Go Flyers, indeed. Steve, thanks for your call. Uh, you mentioned about the balanced scoring there, Rex. You had Deron Holmes the second with 11 points. Uh, Malachi Smith had 10. So did Kobe Elvis with those 10 points. Uh, Tamone Kamara had nine points, uh, had uh, five rebounds. You should mention uh, Deron Holmes the second also had 10 rebounds. But you also had uh, mentioned Brea with eight points. Uh, Elijah Weaver, six points, including two threes in the second half. And you had Mustafa Amzil with five points. Going back to that shot, Rex, that Mustafa Amzil, this was something I know that uh, Larry and Bucky talked about during the pregame show. Amzil having the presence of mind to pick up the block shot and then get then drive and then get another shot off. This was something Larry and Josh talked about. What were your thoughts on the heads-up play by Amzil at the end of the Kansas game? Well, thank God there was two and a half, three seconds to go, but he was quick enough to understand that when the ball, you know, when the ball was blocked by a big center from Kansas, he was going to take the ball to the basket. And uh, with the grace of God, he threw it the right way, and the ball seemed like it was on that rim, John, for three or four seconds as it went in. But, you know, he's a scorer, as I've said in the past. He understands his role in the team. And it's so nice, you know, for a kid like that now coming off the bench, it was really was a starter last year. It couldn't, right. couldn't happen to a better kid. He is a, just a quality young man. Yeah, he really is, and this is something I'm sure that's going to help his boost his confidence, certainly the rest of the year. This is a guy who had a good tournament. I, there were just so many guys, Rex, that had good tournaments. You know, Tumati Kamara, I thought, had a good tournament. Uh, we talked about you know, Malachi Smith, who was named MOP of this tournament, which, I, you know, Jerome Holmes II, I think, was a pretty good uh, second place as well, 11 points, 10 rebounds. He could have maybe done co-MOPs. But Rex, something you mentioned, and I'll go back. I'll go back to the point that that you kind of that we kind of talked about earlier. Just to harp back on the point that Kobe Elvis, a guy who does not play in the first two games, he comes off the bench, 
And Rex, this was the third game in four days. How when I go ahead and I look at you know in these tournaments because Dayton's just not in this only situation. I think Belmont was in the situation. They were going to their bench as well. Uh, when your former coach, how important is it to get that unknown unknown guy uh, to step up and not only provide the team some minutes, but also you know, provide a little score to take some of the edge off, especially from guys who had played the previous two games. Yeah, he's, you know, he very well could have had his head down and pouted a little bit after not playing against Kansas. But I think that's where Coach Grant does such a great job that uh, he believes in all these kids. Uh, He's around them more than their parents are. And they just, I think, are slowly buying in to playing as a team. And Kobe Elvis has got some athletic ability. He's quick. Uh, he gets up and down the court. He's an extremely good shooter. I really like his, his jump shot. So I can see actually more minutes for him coming, you know, because Malachi can't play 34, 36, 38 minutes no. when you start no. playing these games in a stretch. So and you still, then you got Lynn Greer came off the bench and did some good things. So you've got three point guards now at this position. So uh, that's why I think with the pressure bothered, bothered uh, Belmont a little bit, you know, with them getting the ball, up the court, they were running 10 sec- seconds off the shot clock before they even got to the the, the uh, half court. So that's going to contribute to help us as the games keep going. So because you know who knows somebody's a, a turned ankle away from from sitting. So it's great right. to have that depth, and uh, you know we'll get Zimmy back hopefully. You know he's coming back from the concussion. Right. It's slowly going to get back into him. But I noticed after the game, he did not play a second the game, but he was the first no, one jumping off the bench when when we won the game. So, you know, that's the great. kids believe in themselves and they really like each other. Yeah, and that's just the thing because it's all about team, 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 and it's about that team chemistry that we've talked about so many times over the years, Rex, because that's really what it's about. You mentioned the turnovers, Rex. Dayton had 13 turnovers for the game. I think they had four in the first uh, five five minutes of this game, and Belmont, I'm trying to get their stats out. I think Belmont had 11 points off those turnovers. So really, after really that start uh, of those four, I think it was five turnovers, I think the start, Dayton only had eight turnovers the rest of the way. So if you're going to tell me, after the 20-turnover game they had against Kansas, you're only going to turn the ball over 13 times, really eight after maybe the first time out, that's not too bad. And I know nope. playing Belmont and playing Kansas, you know, that's comparing apples to oranges. But when you only turn the ball over, you know, around 13 times, that's pretty good, especially after that they had turned it over probably uh, about maybe about a high number of times, especially in the first uh, five to six minutes of the game. Yeah, it got a little I, uh, scary there with about four and a half minutes ago. I was hoping that we'd yeah. stay aggressive. Uh, you know, but it, it's hard to maintain that and everything. Then they went zone a little bit with about 15 minutes to go. Then we went inside out and got a couple easy baskets. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, if you don't turn the basketball over and you get enough shots, you're going to win 90% of the games. And today with the 13 turnovers, I can live with that. That's not bad when you say the first five minutes we hit, probably had five of them. So I'm encouraged by that. And the way Malachi can handle the ball and Lynn can handle the ball and Kelby, I really don't think teams – I don't think teams are going to try to pressure us. I just can't see that. You know, you got the VCUs coming up and down the road in St. Bonaventure, but I right. I don't see anybody else in our non-conference part of the season. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Now, Dayton had a 54-45 lead. This was at the under-8 timeout, and then Belmont got it back to 54-53, and then he had a three-point play by 
Tumani Kamara, and then he got another layup to make it a 59-53 lead. When when that stretch was going on, Rex, where you know Dayton was struggling a little bit, and they cut it to a one point lead. Uh, what did that zone defense that Belmont threw? Uh, what did that do to give the Flyers some fits? Well, I think they were, you know, we were still running a lot of man offense and trying to run ball screens off of it. But there was one series there, I think, with three minutes to go when we ran a little high-low action and made the pass into Deron in the middle. Then Tumani uh, got posted in the low block to get a three-pointer. So I think after that, they had to go man-to-man. They, they, the zone was not be effective. And with our shooters outside, it's hard to zone this, zone this team when you've got so many really good shooters. You know, you can put Kobe Brea on the sideline. He can shoot as well as anybody in the country. So, so we're just uh, just keep going. That's the key. Absolutely. And uh, where's where's the key? The next you got to keep it going because the next game is Alabama State. And again, we're waiting to hear from Coach Anthony Grant as he's going to be standing by talking with our own Larry Hanskin. Again, we'll be uh, carrying that interview live uh, when that happens. Again, uh, we're taking your calls all the way to seven o'clock. We'll take it all the way to uh, the Cleveland Browns football. Uh, again, 937-457-1290 is the number. Of course, you can tweet me at John Tisdale at Rex Gardecki as uh, the Dayton Flyers win the 2000. 2000- I nearly got ahead of myself, behind myself. The 2021 ESPN Events Invitational. They won the um, Old Spi- the Old Spice Classic back in 2011. This is the second time Dayton has won this tournament in Orlando, but the third time they have made it to the championship game when they've been in this tur- tournament. Rex, what is winning a tournament like this? Because this is the third time Dayton has won. They won the Maui Invitational back in 2004. They won it in Orlando back in 2011. I know they finished in second in 2015, and of course, second in Maui. And they've, they've had third-place finishes, I think, in Maui before. But winning a title, a championship like this uh, you know, around the Thanksgiving holiday, because there's so many of these tournaments, what does winning a tournament like this do for a program like Dayton? Well, first of all, it's great for the kids in the community. But second of all, it's great for recruiting. This is something that I'm sure with our people back home will have this on on their websites, on emails, when coaches can send out information to the kids. So that's that's what I really think is the big thing because now we're looking at sophomores and juniors. And uh, I'm sure that Coach Grant and the assistant coaches, this will all be sent out in the next day, you know, and all all the kids that were, were uh, recruiting. So that's what I think is really going to help us along those lines. You know, the, the national game being from ESPN, uh, a lot of kids across the country watch that and watch the games. So uh, it, right. it just means so much for recruiting purposes. And it certainly helps when Dick Vitale is calling two of those games and oh, giving uh, plenty of shout-outs <laughs> after the Amzil jumper. Oh, my goodness. I still can't believe it because I watched the game Friday. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, Dickie V is calling a buzzer beater? I can't get over that, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was great for everybody. And, you know, I think uh, one part of Dickie talked about Coach Donner, who was, who was my coach. And yeah. um, I'm sure he was watching, and I'm sure he's as proud as can be. Like, Absolutely. Well, we we well. What does Coach Anthony Grant think of this win? What does he think of this championship? Well, we're about to find out. He's standing by courtside, about to talk with our own Larry Hanskin. Uh, Dayton a winner over Belmont in the ESPN Events Championship, sixty three sixty one. We'll hear from Coach Grant next on the home of the Flyers. The home of the Flyers, twelve ninety and ninety five seven WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
Larry Hanskin back here in Florida where the Dayton Flyers are ESPN Events Invitational Champions, beating Belmont in the final 63-61. Coach Anthony Grant with us. And, and first of all, Coach, uh, to you, your staff, your entire team, and everyone involved, congratulations on a, on a great week down there. Yeah, it's a great team win. Excited about the championship. Excited that so many of our, our fans were able to come and, and enjoy this with us. Uh, you know, I think we grew up a little bit here, and uh, it's great to be able to bring the championship home. You know, you talk about growing up, and, and, and your young guys were front and center. The, you know, Malachi Smith named the MVP of the tournament, and uh, with Deuce, uh, Deron Holmes had a phenomenal uh, three, day, three games as well. Yeah, I mean, those guys, you know, for, for freshmen, you know, to come in and play with the confidence and for their teammates to give them the confidence and trust, it's great to see. You know, but I think at the end of the day, this will be about our whole team. I thought, I thought everybody bought in and did a great job of understanding what we needed to do to get better as a team after coming off, obviously, a tough week at home. Yeah, and, and, and along those lines, uh, i, I got to tip my hat to, uh, to Kobe, Kobe Elvis. Uh, Could have hung his head, uh, not seeing much playing time, but he came in gave you a big lift in that first half. Yeah, he did. He did, you know, and, and that, I think that's the strength of our team is we, we have a deep group, you know, and on, different, on a different night it could be a, a, a different guy. You know, I, I look across the stat sheet, you know, and we got a lot of great efforts. Some, a lot of people that show up on the stat sheet, and some of them didn't show up on the stat sheet in terms of uh, the, the, the spark that they gave us, the lift that they gave us, whether it was just, you know, giving a guy a rest for a couple minutes or whether it was coming in and making a play that was big. You know, you got a one-possession game. They all counted, you know. So, uh, yeah, I think it's growth for our team and, and uh, just happy for our guys. Talk about the, the, the execution, you know, late-game execution stuff that I know you guys have worked on in practice, but – when you needed to get a basket, you did. When you needed to get stops, you did. And then, yeah. and then you had to, you know, to manage fouling there in those, uh, those final Yeah, seconds. you know, that was, that was kind of a, a special situation uh, learning on the fly. You know, some of those things we haven't really practiced, to be honest with you. Um, you know, but at the end of the game with the three-point league, you know, we felt like if – I think Tamani was at the line for a one-and-one. -one. You know, so we felt like if we made it that, you know, we would get back and obviously didn't have to foul. We needed to make them use some clock. If we missed it, you know, instead of letting them get a chance to go tie it, we wanted to use some of the clock. So we took a foul there early. Uh, and then we uh, made the decision that instead of letting them get a three off, we rather than have to go to, to the line uh, for a one-on-one. And uh, now the next part was me. We got to get that rebound. <laughs> you know, I, I got a little nervous when they missed it and the ball bounced around. But was so happy when I saw, I think it was Malachi that came up with it. Yeah, and uh, there again, you're, I, I think it's it's not a cliche to say that your team is, is growing right in front of our eyes. Yeah, you know, and I think we still got a, a high ceiling. I think we still got a lot of room to grow and get better. So, you know, it's uh, it's great. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, the old, the old cliche, it's never as good as it, as it feels, it's never as bad as it feels, you know. So we just understand this is basketball, you know, and, and we have to grow as a team. We have to continue to get better and uh, take it one day at a time. I'm going to disagree with you just a little bit because this feels pretty good. No question. No question. <laughs> we're going to enjoy it today. Believe okay. Me. All we're right. Gonna, we're all gonna, right. Deal. We're going to enjoy it today. All right. Okay. Coach Lechko, congratulations again. I appreciate it. Go all fast. Right. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more with Coach Grant uh, tomorrow night again. Anthony Grant Show brought to you by Frickers, and that will be tomorrow night uh, 7 to 8. It wraps things up here uh, in Orlando on behalf of Josh Pastorino, who's been with me all week. And all the guys back at our studios, uh, John Tisdall and Jake McNada and the whole gang there. I'm Larry Hanskin. Our final again in the finals, in the championship game, Dayton 63 and Belmont 61. Now stick around for more of Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Care Source, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Missed it, rebound, tapped into Malachi Smith, and he throws it the length of the court, and the game is over. The Dayton Flyers have won, and the Dayton Flyers have won the ESPN Events Invitational. They came down here to Florida. They beat Miami. They beat fourth-ranked Kansas, and today they take down Belmont. I jumped ahead of myself right there, and that was the final seconds, as you heard from the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin, as the Flyers are the 2021 ESPN Events Invitational Champions for 2021. And this is Flyer Feedback. I'm John Tisdale, along with former Flyer great Rex Gardecki. And uh, Rex, I just enjoy uh, saying that off the tip of my tongue. Uh, Dayton Flyers, uh, winners of the 2021 ESPN Event Invitational uh, Champs. Um, I, lo- I love hearing the sound of that. I do too, John. It's uh as I said earlier, you know, for recruiting purposes, it means a ton going into that. So when you're going into a young man's house and they ask about your team and uh, say, well, we beat Kansas, we beat Miami, we won this invitational, we go to these. And uh, it's just it's just great for the university. It's great for recruiting and it's great for our players. And, you know, getting back to what Coach Grant, I talked to him and you listened to him in, in the post game, and I, I keep on forgetting these kids are so young when, when he, Larry asked him about fouling and he says, you know, we really have gone over some of those things because some of these kids have not been around. So you know, you, they're going to learn from this, which is, I think, invaluable. It's better to learn winning than losing. So um, they did the right stuff. Uh, you know, Tamani could have made the first free throw there and put us up yeah. you know, in extra possession. But, you know, we did a good job defensively. And uh, overall, it was it was a good team effort. And I like what he said about Kobe Elvis coming off the bench. He could have fouled yeah, like I said. But he didn't. He, you know, he's understanding his role, and he's going to get his minutes. So uh, it's a lot of encouraging things over these last three games. And he talked about a lot, Rex, about this team growing up a little bit down in Orlando after what they dealt with, uh, with the tough week they had, losing to Lipscomb and Austin P at home. But he also added, Rex, that there's a lot of room to get better. Um, 
because this is still a very young team. Look, um, you know, we talked about the turnovers, uh, you know, early on before we heard from Coach Grant, and uh, this was a point that uh, someone on Twitter made to me. Uh, 13 turnovers and 64-plus possessions is still a 20% turnover rate. Uh, not the 29% in, in rate in Kansas, but still very bad, especially because Belmont is bottom third. He's elated with the win, but turnover is still a problem. So, I guess, Rex, from the turnover perspective, that's still that was an issue even before coming into Orlando, but it still it was really an issue in the um, in the Kansas game. So, what's the key, Rex, for trying to limit those amount of turnovers, especially some of those unforced ones and the shot clock violations? Well, I think you just got to spread the court out and you got to understand your role. A uh, couple I thought were uh, sort of silly turnovers today when we tried to throw the, the lob pass into Dayron when you you know you've got they've got the weak side help. So they will see that on film, John, and that's nothing better than that when it shows it back to the kids and they can play it back and say, now look at this pass or look at this cut. And this group is still learning because there are so many reads, like Brooks and I talked at the last last game there's so many reads in this offense and the kids are slowly going to learn that so it's this encouraging yeah it's discouraging to have that many but it's encouraging too that we're learning from this and getting better yeah and he also talked about rex about a lot of guys really came off the bench to give this team a spark you had moose soko you had mustafa amzil and then you had, of course, uh, Kobe Brea. Rex, this was a guy who had hit a couple of threes in the first half, uh, eight points overall. He really also helped this team, Rex, in the Kansas game with a couple of big threes. I think he finished with 10 points. And the balance score we talked about uh, in the uh, previous segment, Rex, before we heard from Coach Grant, where he had 11 points, 10 points for Smith and Kobe Elvis. But uh, get your thoughts, then we'll go to break. In the last game against Kansas, Rex, I think Dayton had five players in double figures. So this is a team that that doesn't have that one guy that you can, you know, I, I mean, eventually I think you need a go-to guy, but they don't have that one guy that you can really, you know, uh, just, you know, kind of, for, you know, that forces defenses to kind of collapse around. They've got several guys that can contribute. This kind of reminds me, this has the potential to kind of remind me a little bit of fire teams in the past. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say 2013, 2014 when they were balanced, but bottom, the point I'm trying to make is this is a very balanced offensive team and with the potential to get better defensively. Yeah, and I, I think this will even play out more as, as we're getting into the season. And as a former coach and a player, it is hard to guard five guys. Uh, when you're breaking down film or as a coach or let's say when the assistant coach say, you, you can back off this guy because he's not a shooter. He's not a scorer. And uh, in this group, it's hard to do anything. Uh, Dayron's not, you know, at this point, he's not a, you know, a shooter from 15 to 16 feet out. But he's going to learn that because there's times today when he'd make the pass to the wing and no one was even guarding him. So I'm sure he's, they're going to show that in film. He's capable of making that, that free throw jumper. And he's got a good touch at the free throw line. So I think he, the sky's the limit for him. Uh, Kobe Bryan is a really good shooter. R.J. Blakeney didn't get a lot of minutes today, but he understands his his role and he's a good shooter so this team is going to be really hard to defend when all five and all seven and all nine ten guys really understand what the rules are on this team absolutely well the flyers did win 63 61 but as coach grant said there's a lot of room to get better with this young team but you know what 
We're going to enjoy this win as the Flyers win the 20, 2021 ESPN Events Invitational. Flyers are winner tonight over Belmont 63-61 at the ESPN Wide World of Sports. We're going to continue with this edition of Flyer Feedback, the home stretch coming up right after the break here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Missed it. Rebound. Tapped into Malachi Smith. And... He throws it the length of the court, and the game is over. The Dayton Flyers have won, and the Dayton Flyers have won the ESPN Events Invitational. They came down here to Florida. They beat Miami. They beat fourth-ranked Kansas, and today they take down Belmont. Final seconds of this one as Dayton knocks off Belmont 63-61 in the finals of the 2021 ESPN Events Invitational. Dayton with their second championship in this tournament. Uh, they made it to the title game now three straight times they've been in it. They lost in 2015 but won in 2011 in 2021. John Tesdo, Rex Gardecki as we uh, uh, wrapping up this edition of Flyer Feedback. So now, Rex, what's the key now for the Flyers as they get ready to play Alabama State on Wednesday? As uh, How can this team now build on uh, momentum now to carry this momentum from Orlando all the way, not, to Wednesday, not just for Wednesday night, but for the rest of the season? Well, I think uh, Coach Grant hit it right on the head when he talked about, you know, you got to get better every day. And uh, that's what practices are for. Coach Knight used to preach that at Indiana that, you know, he would rather go to practices and games, and that's what this group has got to do. And just to sort of get away from talking a little bit about Wednesday night, I was thinking with the Belmont game, I think of how many more minutes and how many more other games that their their kids had than our kids. It's amazing. Right. And the same with Kansas. I mean, those kids at Belmont, some of them are six-year kids. So they played right. for four straight years. So they played, you know, a thousand more minutes than, than our kids have over their career. So yeah. that's what's the encouraging part that I think about this group. It's going to be a great fl- flight home tonight. Uh, as I said, the kids have got to get a lot of rest, film session tomorrow, and get ready for the next game. So this will be, these next couple of days are crucial times. We've got to get back into the arena and uh, and start owning it like we have in the past. And these were top 100 teams, Rex, in the Kempom rankings. You had Miami, that was 96, Belmont, 64 coming into today, and Kansas, of course, number four. So you go now, it's it's been the roller coaster of the last uh, last few weeks. You lose to UMass Lowell, you lose to uh, uh, Lipscomb and um, Austin P, and then, of course, you get the uh, you had the bad swing there, then you get the good swing of this week. So you just don't know what's going to happen uh, Wednesday night. So it's just hope this team can find some level of consistency i'll get your uh, final thoughts listen to you know you and keith uh after the kansas game this game is not going to go undefeated we know that we just yeah. got to get get better every day and you look the last couple of days uh some of the scores umbc university of baltimore uh beat pitt uh northern iowa goes into st bonaventure so you've got to be ready because there are so many good players out there today and if you're not if you're not on your a game it, it can be a long time so i think those losses, hopefully at home, have taught us a lesson. So uh, I'm sure Coach Grant is going to preach that and preach that and preach that for the next 72 hours. 
I'm going to borrow a phrase from uh, Chris Berman of ESPN. That's why they play the games. And that's why they do, because anyone can beat anyone on any given day. Well, the Dayton Flyers, well, they did that. They won three straight games in Orlando, knocking off Miami, Kansas, and now Belmont. And they are the champions of the ESPN Events Invitational for 2021. For my partner, Rex Gardecki, I'm John Tisdale. Our next game will be Wednesday night, December 1st, when Dayton hosts Alabama State at the UD Arena. Our pregame coverage begins at 6 o'clock with Nancy Wilson live from Flanagan's Pub. Tip-off is at 7. Fire feedback will follow live from Flanagan's after the game. Uh, make sure you tune in on the home of the Flyers, WHIO Radio. Final score once again, Dayton 63, Belmont 61. For everyone involved, the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin, Josh Posterino, my man Jake Magnata, and Rex Gardecki. I'm John Tisdale. Thanks for listening, everyone, and go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.